a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Basketball season is back. We're breaking it down here on KSL Sports and joined now by the head coach of the Cougars, year four for Mark Pope. But, Coach, I got to ask, does it feel a little bit like a year one? When And I remember yeah. I bring this up because I remember it was your post-game pre- uh, conference with uh, with Rebel at the end of that Washington State game, and you mentioned something along the lines of it feels like a little bit of a new job. Yeah. The Big yeah. 12. Yeah. New roster, new conference coming down the pipe. Feel like a little bit of a year one again? Yeah, I think so. I mean, in so many different ways. So it feels like year one, we kind of had this three-year run um, where we had some turnover, but we also had some some major pieces of continuity the whole time. That feels new. It's a post-Alex Barcelo era, which, you know, we've talked about. I've never won a game at BYU without him in the starting lineup. If you think about that, that's crazy. You know, we did a lot of retooling and rethinking about you know, we, we, we were in the top 25 for three straight years, which we're incredibly proud of. Like, that's a, that's an amazing, amazing accomplishment. That's so hard to do. But we finished two of those years ranking the top 25. And with that said, we felt like we weren't even close to winning at all, right? And so we've had this uh, incredible amount of success, but we're so far from where we're trying to get to, it, it made us retool, so, you know, really do deep dives and kind of rethink about, you know, how can we take, you know, take that next step? And that, that is, you know, it's next to impossible. I mean, there's only a few teams that do it. Add on to that, this idea of moving into the Big 12, we're one year away. This is the first time we've walked into the season uh, with so much lead up knowing that. Um, so there's a lot of considerations coming, just long-term considerations. that, And then, you know, finally, kind of the composition of this team, it kind of feels in some ways like year one. We were pretty undersized year one. Um, we were pretty skilled year one. The only difference between this year and year one is we were veteran, veteran year one. And this year we're young, young. And Born so trip too in that yeah, year one. Yeah, and so the, 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 the thing with the, the difference between this year and year one is, is, is double-edged, right? So we're really, really young. So there's going to be some growing pains, but we actually have a group together right now that has a chance to grow together for the next two or three years. 
and I think the potential there on our staff and in our locker room is high enough that we could actually grow into something better than we've been. And, and that's what I wanted to ask too, Coach, with uh, you know th- that new and young roster that you kind of have here. Was it also having a little bit of a vision yeah. for the Big 12? Because I, I know you can't assume everything's kind of year by year with these dynamic rosters, right. as you've noted, but was that kind of the play here too? Yeah, I mean, uh, yes, for sure. For sure, we knew that we, like I said, there was this feeling after year three was like, like what we've accomplished, we're incredibly proud of, and on top of that, we're not even close. And so it's kind of thing like where you have to have the courage to break it, even though it's been really, really good. We've had an unbelievable start. It's kind of like we got to break it to see if we can rebuild it a new way better, and that is terrifying actually as a leader of an organization because why are you breaking something that's been so successful? But you know we're not we're not swinging for that. We're swinging for for higher levels, and 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 so we got to try. Big 12's down the road, obviously this year though. Uh, all focus on the last season of the WCC, and you guys start off at pretty good spot in Ken Palm, number 44. Yeah. Was that you got to be pretty happy about that? I mean, opportunities are in front of you with that schedule. Yeah, I don't know what that means exactly. Um, you know, it's it's. Uh, I think Ken Palm is a genius guy. He's actually underpicked us for the first three years, and so maybe he's just like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna overpick these guys one time. I don't know. Um, the one thing I know is those analytics really start to mean something. Ten games in, ten games in, you're gonna have a real feel of what it, of what it's saying about your program. We actually believe in the data. Like the data is a hundred is a is definitely a slice of how we approach this, and so we'll be way more interested in those numbers ten games in, and we're gonna be really interested in twenty five games in because I think this is a team that has a chance to get better and better and better and better as the season goes on. Jackson Robinson noted that he got his waiver. Uh, Noah Waterman, he's good to go to? Or was yeah, my expectation is I got all these guys. So, you know, that's that's a huge deal for us because we're a little bit undermanned anyway. And so um, I'm super happy for these guys um, that they get a chance to play right away and, and uh, I'm super happy for our team. How good can Foose become in this program? I, I, I ask that because... I think back, I looked at some of the stat lines he produced yeah. last year, and, and he was navigating the hamstring, yep. and uh, yep. uh, just how good can Foose become? Yeah, you know, the first thing with Foose is, is his health. Like, th- that's going to be the limiting factor, the first limiting factor. Like, we got to find a way to get him healthy and keep him healthy so that he can grow. Every time, every time he... For every athlete, it's not unique to Foose, but every time you suffer an injury, it just you're stuck in some ways. You can keep growing your game in some ways, but some ways you're stuck. And and so keeping him healthy is really important. And then his his ceiling is ridiculously high. You know, we 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 have grand long-term visions of being able to move him off of the five. We'll see how that goes. You know, he missed a bunch of the summer, and so we didn't quite make the progress there we wanted, but he has added a ton to his skill set with the time he's had. And his, you know, uh, what he's doing in practice right now is is uh, staggering. The impact, you know, you finish a practice like, ah, man, Foose didn't have his best day, and he's the leading scorer and leading rebounder, leading assist guy, and has zero turnovers. Like, well, maybe our standards is a little hyperinflated for him. He is growing into an, just an incredible leader on and off the court and internationally in his community and with government officials in Mali. Like, watching watch him grow as a person is incredible. It's going to be exciting to see Foose. It's also going to you know, I think back to last year, he, as you noted, he kind of saved some games yep. as a freshman. Yep. Is there any freshman that, it, it, obviously you don't want to have to turn to him, but they're going to yeah. be a big piece to it. Yep. Uh, 
who, who could be some of those guys? Well, this Dallin Hall comes in with a huge reputation, and he's an elite-level leader, like, it, because he's taught himself to be a leader, and he's, he's just born that way in some ways. Uh, Richie Saunders is a motor that never quits. He has, he knows one speed. Like, he knows one speed and is, like, frothing of the mouth intense. And so he has had a huge impact on our practices. Tanner Toulson has is, is been spectacular in terms of, you know, he was, he was injured for the last seven months of his mission and then um, having a tough time just walking and then came back and was treated by our, you know, our performance crew has been so unbelievable. And, and so he missed the entire summer even after he got back. But um, he's getting better every single day. And this Braden Moore is is figuring out the pace of this game, and he's got a chance to kind of help us in some ways. And and then we have this crew of walk-ons that are that are really special, uh, young guys. Um, so we have really really good freshman class. That um, it's hard being a freshman. It's hard being a return missionary freshman. But these guys, in terms of what they can grow into and the impact that they can have in the long run, is super exciting. You mentioned the walk-ons. Uh, you know, could any of them contribute? You think? Well, you know, who's interesting? Trading Christian right now. He's out with a knee right now, but just for a couple weeks, just need to get it scoped and cleaned up. But he's had a real impact on our on our team. Interestingly. You know, he's he, in his college career, he's spent most of his time as the point, even though he's 6'6", 240. But he is, there's a chance he really helps us on the court, and people are going to see shades of Dalton Nixon. They're going to feel like Dalton Nixon. He's that way as a passer and a playmaker. Um, he's not shooting it like Dalton. Dalton was shooting 40% his senior year. But in terms of his toughness, physicality, ability to make plays, um, he's been spectacular. Um, but all these walk-ons are making an impact. Um, uh, Tanner Hayhurst is a guy that um, had scholarship opportunities, decided to come here and just got back from his mission, and he's been unflappable. Nate Webb is a, you know, his dad played here, and he's got a alumni history here, and he was a big-time scorer in junior college. And uh, Nate has uh, not only become a, a internet uh, dating sensation at BYU, but he's also uh, a skilled player that actually makes plays where he's like, what well, you know, you kind of he, he surprised you in a really, really good way. How Dong uh, has been like such a gift to our locker room. He's the director and um, creative uh, artist and producer of the Twin Towers TikTok, which you have got to check out. I don't know if there is on social media, if there's a more um, uncomfortable uh, TikTok, would you call it a page, station, I don't know, channel, whatever yeah. it is, than what uh, he's directing uh, food, uh, uh, Tiki and, and, uh, and Noah to do. Uh, so, uh, and then Jared McGregor is actually a great story. This, this Jared McGregor had zero chance of being on this roster. Uh, he knew that. I told him that, and and he just was relentless. He, he was in the gym every single day from the day the season ended to now, dragging guys into the gym, finding guys to shoot with, finding guys to play one on one. And um, dude's wearing a jersey right now. I'm super proud of him and happy for him. So we got a great group of walk-ons. Yeah. Coach, always appreciate the time and. Uh, uh, best of luck here in year four and uh, uh, having, a, having a great time. I know you always keep it fun and always appreciate the, uh, covering this program. And uh, thanks, man. I appreciate the, the time. Thanks. So great for it. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. 
The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.